0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Scentsy Craft. The show is live at Wooden Cask, uh, but we had a couple technical difficulties at the beginning of the show, and we lost probably the first two or three minutes of, of what we were talking about. So um, you kind of drop into the middle of us drinking some beer and talking about the beer. Um, so you didn't miss a ton other than... Um, us telling you what we're drinking and and why we're drinking it and that kind of stuff so uh, you didn't miss very much um here it is sorry i promise that the issues are worked out and it won't happen again so um cheers enjoy the show
1: hoppy it's not something that you're not going to be able to taste anything afterward it's it's well balanced i could yeah. and in a lot of ipas you don't taste any malt bill but this one is i think well balanced that you taste that malt and you taste the hop
0: so let's kind of jump right into just the the, the beer in general you know when you look at the the tap lineup here there are lots of quote unquote lighter styles you know there's there's not those big heavy giant um, alcohol beers it's sessionable but there's a lot of sessionable in, in quotes I guess is the <laughs> way but, yeah, yeah, you exactly. know, what is what, is, what is, I know you've probably explained it in a couple articles already but what is what is kind of the the approach to, to what comes on here
2: real simple answer on there those are the beers I like. Yeah, it, 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 uh, I learned a long time ago, you know, brew the beers that you like to drink, and then you, you know, what they're supposed to taste like. Right. And, you know, the, uh, the, uh, Yorkshire, it's a, you know, English bitter. I had to change the name to English Ordinary because mostly people come in, oh, I don't like bitter beers. Well, it's <laughs> not really bitter. You know, it started back in the 1500s in England when they weren't really using hops, and that is called them bitter after they put hops in, and, you know, and people kind of glaze <laughs> over. I came for I don't a like beer. Not a history <laughs> lesson. <laughs> yeah. so yeah, that exactly. good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah. it, it is taste really good. Like. It, it, it's really good. It's a great, you know, four percent alcohol beer, and uh, we have it on, on nitrogen here. Um, that way, you get to. It, it's a pretty complex beer when you don't have all the the carbonic bite, you know, the CO two bubbling off your mouth. The uh, um, that's probably what I'll, I'll go for next, and it's something you can have, you know, five or six of them, and you know, still. It Function, rain. yeah, exactly.
0: That's the whole um, the whole wooden cask idea too of traditional serving method, you know, and I think the nitro kind of plays off of that too. You know, some of those different um, different textures to beer
2: and different. Um, different yeah, you're, you're right, and that's different kind serving of methods, I guess. The, the reason we have uh, we're going to have more of them because uh, we are going to have some cask ales, and and it is a cask ale program because you, you can't just put beer into a cask and. You know, because the, the the beer that goes into a cask really should be um, a little bit different uh, because it, it's warmer in temperature, it's lower in carbonation, there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. For the record, and, and you I don't,
0: can, I've seen lots of people oh, do this. Oh yeah, it. you're right. You could. The, uh, yeah, you, you can. You shouldn't. You shouldn't, yeah.
2: But, so, and that's what we're working on, you know, there's still stuff, you know, we've been open five months, um, I'll say it, the grain mill is kicking our ass. <laughs> and. The uh, uh, that's what we had up you know, a long mash today. Um, we you know m- mashed in, you know m- m- checked the, uh, the the gravity there, and it was lower than we expected, and uh, so we had to add you know like a hundred pounds more. Uh, so then your mash is extended, basically double, and, uh, and checked it again later, and the yeah, there was a little bit of stratification in the mash time. And we came out with a really low number and freaked out for about you know <laughs> 50 or 60 seconds. Thought, like, oh, you know, we'll just boil off a little longer and see what happens. And uh, so, at the end of the day, we, we, we're just finishing the boil. Um, we're um, one point above our expected gravity, so we're
0: so always really well. <laughs> happy. Yeah, exactly.
2: The, uh, you know, there's a little bit of sweat on my face when I came in because we were, <laughs> and actually in that time we we, we transferred an IPA that uh, you would probably like. Yeah, uh, another sure I would. another American. The uh, um, a little, actually, a little darker, a little more malt bill, um, but yeah, could be. So I'm sure I'd really like it then. Yeah. <laughs> so is is
0: part of the approach about? I know you say you just you brew what you like to drink, but is is that education side part of it too? Is it you know kind of. Showing people these other sides of what beer kind of used to be, and, and in a lot of ways, what got a lot of people, I probably you too, into craft beer to start with, is those those you know the the, the, the imported styles
2: and the things that weren't being made here. And that that's exactly it. You know the well, that's what got me into brewing those these styles of beers. The uh, um, when we lived in Huntington Beach. Um, in 97, 98, my craft beer bill, you know, at, at that point, um, there was only a couple places that had the English beers, and, you know, hell, a 12-ounce a, a bottle of, you know, a, a, a good English IPA at that point, you know, like, eight, nine bucks for beer, so, you know, six-pack of, you know, different beers, hell, you're, you know, 70, 80 bucks, and... You know, hell, that's one day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so my, my wife actually, you know, kinda let me know that my, uh, <laughs> my my beer bill was a little too high, and uh, I had to start, you know, brewing it myself. And bought me a homebrew kit, and uh, the insanity started from there.
0: Um, so, well, let's let's take a really quick break mm-hmm. and get that out of the way. Um, then I kind of want to talk about that journey and kind of. You know, from that start of the beer building too high to where we are now at Wooden Cask and kind of get a, get a vision of that, that, that journey because it's been an interesting one. So, um, We'll be right back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Scentsy Craft.
3: Hi, Mike Cisneros here with a word about brewhouse dog bones. By now, craft beer fans all over Cincy know the distinctive brown paper sack with a big red bone. You've seen it in great breweries like Mount Carmel, Listerman's, Rhinegeist 8 Ball, Braxton, and more. At just five bucks a bag, you know you can't find a more healthful or delicious treat for your best friend made from spent brewery grains, organic eggs, peanut butter, and brown rice flour. But did you know that Brewhouse Dog Bones is an educational program for developmentally disabled teens and young adults? It's available through the New Richmond, Cincinnati Public, Fort Thomas Public, Sycamore, Oak Hills, and many more school districts across southwest Ohio and northern Kentucky. For more information on where to find Brewhouse Dog Bones or how to get your developmentally disabled loved one or your school district involved in the Brewhouse Dog Bones program, contact Lisa Graham at area code 513-520-0310 or visit www.brewhousedogbones.com. Give your dog the craft experience with Brewhouse Dog Bones. Um, I look at... I look at. Bud light drinkers out there is a you know a forestry harvester. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that beer crap. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I went back to my
2: Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you?
0: No, you don't. You are listening to Cincy Breakfast. The
3: voice of Craft. Hi, fans. I'm going to tell you about the new apparel supplier to Cincy Brewcast, Pastura Screenprint. Mario Pastura has built his family business with the craft beer movement in mind. They've done custom items for Old Firehouse, Listerman, and many more. Screen printing to embroidery, Pastura Screenprint has the answers for your custom apparel and marketing needs. Contact Mario or any of the pros at Pastura Screenprint at 513 550 2271 by email at PASTURA.Screenprint at gmail.com and coming soon at www.pastura screenprint.com. The craft of custom apparel is Pastura Screenprint.
0: to the voice of Craft. We're back. Sensei Brewcast, the voice of Sensei Craft. Uh, we are coming at you live from Wooden Cast Brewing Company in Newport, Kentucky. Um, I don't make it down here nearly as much as I should because every time I've been down here, I've absolutely just fallen in love with the place over and over and over again. Uh, just wish it was up in Butler County where I live. Or, uh, <laughs> I don't because I live down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that you know, um, part of the your whole story was when when you started, you know. Home brewing. Um, uh, you were Blotarian, famously one of their Blotarians that went pro on their list.
2: <laughs> actually, we had to go back a little further. When I started home brewing, I was part of the Long Beach Home Brewers Club, and then uh, and then the uh, um, Brew Commune. Um, and there's actually those two clubs actually have actually uh, had quite a few uh, brewers go pro. And the uh, Patrick brew, um from the uh, the brewery. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I forgot the guy. Um, shit, and he'll be mad. He probably <laughs> won't listen anyway. So <laughs> we he, won't probably tell him t- listen. he probably totally <laughs> listens to yeah, yeah, the show. Yeah. No, no, he's the, uh, probably on Facebook Live. Probably, yes, he's watching. Damn it, he didn't tell me. <laughs> but uh, no. So it, and, and then once we moved here in 2007, I joined. Actually, um, in, was taking part in both uh, Cincinnati Molten Fusers and Blotarians, uh, uh, and. Uh, it, I think everybody who homebrews really should be part of a club because there's a lot of there's a lot of knowledge in, in the clubs and and you know it's just getting together with like minded people and it, it usually makes for a good time because when you're home brewing, usually there's a little bit of beer being drank at that point so right. you know and and some of it's really good, and some of it you know the the part, the part I hate the most when someone, hey, tell me what what's wrong with this. Oh, crap. It's like <laughs> yeah, a food that's you know? spoiled takes it out of your fridge. Hey,
1: yeah. smell this. Is this okay? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no.
2: no. no you have to have the good of the bad. So.
0: But at that, you know, that was the time when the idea kind of hit that, hey, I, I might like to, to open a place. I might like to do this. This
2: might be possible. Uh, you know what? That, yeah, so all the... In Southern California... Uh, my, my two hobbies at that point were cars and beers and out there um, there was every weekend that there was beer events and car events you had to you know make your choice of what to do and, and here the car scenes not quite as big the beer scene at that point wasn't either um, so it's kind of a weird feeling but the uh, uh, moved out here um, loved the work I was doing just didn't kind of like the upper level management didn't get along very well so we started putting together uh, you know, business plans and stuff like that. And we're going to do a, a brew pub, right. and uh, you know, smaller, probably you know, three barrel systems and like that. Kind of what you know is really happening today, but uh, you know, at that point, you know, most people, oh, you know, that's that'll never succeed. That won't happen. That, you know, that's too small, and you know, because everything was macro at that point. You know. The, and brew pubs were most of what you found at the time. Yeah, the, uh, well, it, it, oddly enough, so I, I traveled the last time I was at. I did a lot of traveling, and my hotel room always seemed to be right around it, a brew pub, a brewery, or something. You know, it's kind of like I planned it that way. But <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. That
0: is exactly how I plan it whenever we stay in yeah, a
1: hotel. Definitely, <laughs>
2: exactly. But yeah, uh, so uh, it's um and uh, it was. I was at a blotarian meeting, telling you know one of the guys, and so oh, and there's another member you know trying to do the same thing. You know. Uh, Jason Roper, so yeah, you know, we we uh, we met and you know, talked for a long time and kind of decided to uh, to join forces. You know, but, starting up a brew, you know, two minds is usually better than you know starting at your own. Know, it's a lot, to you know half the work. So.
0: <laughs> Still with the the whole brew pub idea though, right? Uh, you know, you it, it, and it, it,
2: it was, and the, the weird, you know, the um, so. When I would look for buildings like that, you know, my wife, she'd say, hey, you know, no money's coming out of her account until you find someone that does food, because I don't know food, you know? And and then, you know, kind of the same thing with Jason, you know, he wasn't really into the, or didn't have any person that was, uh, you know, the, the foodie to, so, you know, a bank wouldn't, you know, give me right. money at that point. So, yeah, you know, we, we talked about it for quite a while, and we, uh, it's like, well, w- what's the problem here? Let's solve the problem. Get rid of the damn food, you know, and we'll do a production brewery. And uh, that's what we did. We started River Town, and uh, that went well. You know, the River Town did. Uh, got into some sours and you know, Belgians, stuff like that. And, and you know, the, uh, I, I think, at, you know, the very beginning, both of us knew that, you know, at, at some point, you know, you'd have to, you know, one person wants to go this way, one person wants to go that way. So I think your f-
0: your famous quote to me was the, "How long can a two-headed monster live?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. and, and mm-hmm. you look at you look at the River Town of. Especially at the end there, it was very much two personalities kind of mixed yeah, in yeah, together. And it, it, didn't,
2: it didn't. And I think it worked out great for both of us. You know, because that, that, yeah, that's the direction he wanted to go. And this is really the direction I wanted to go. So the, uh, it, it worked out good. I, mean, how we're, I think we're both happy and you know, having a good time with it all. So and that's really what's important for beer, because you make people happy. But, which, uh, it's an empty glass. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so when, we'll, we'll we'll take another break here in a little bit more. We'll uh, I'll be texting the cylinder What do you want? <laughs> um, I'll take that the Yorkshire, please. Oh,
2: oh crap, man, nine, six nine. Let's um, do three of them. <laughs>
0: when uh, when you guys did split ways and, and wooden casks started coming to life and the idea started developing and all that, um, why why no brew pub now?
2: Is that? Oh, I still don't know food. You know? <laughs> In all those years, you never met anyone. Never yeah, met exactly. no, you know. Yeah, it, it's more difficult. The, the whole food side of it, you know, it, it adds that there are restaurants being run by people who know food that are failing. Right. So, Yeah. and, um, I don't know, it, it's a, it was just a huge investment that I didn't want to get into. I said, I don't know food, I, I love to eat food, but the... Uh, um, I, I've talked
0: to a few breweries around town who kind of cite that as one of their downsides, though, that they
2: don't have a food option for people. And it is, and and that so we can we can see a difference on the days when we have food trucks, and we really tried to um, work with the food trucks, it's another business. They they take care of all of their own uh, licensing, all that kind of stuff. Right. And, and I um, think
1: that's a big advantage that a lot of places in the city are are utilizing because there are so many food trucks and so many different types of food that you can call up and say, hey, do you want to come down, or do you want to create a regular schedule? I mean, there are food trucks in the city that have become permanent installations at bars that don't serve food, and it's it's kind of a symbiotic relationship that I think a lot of people are working really well with.
0: Even a lot of the places that are coming up now and, and, and opening including, you know, the Listerman's and the Mad Trees and places like that where they're partnering up with existing food trucks and bringing them into these permanent installations in the breweries and stuff. Like it's just a, a very different type of model, too, than, than everything was, especially when when you started up. Right, you know, and a lot of town. times,
1: back in the 90s, early 2000s, having food was a requirement, like a legal requirement right. to, to even open the place, and now we're, uh, I guess, unshackled <laughs> by the, <laughs>
0: they, by the they burden finally of understand food. beer is food. Yeah. <laughs> Got enough calories know. for it, but... You know. So, what is the um, what is what is the, the long term kind of vision of a place like this? I, I always like to ask how big is too big, um, because you you see places. You know, Rivertown's a great example of how big they've gotten. You know, Mad Tree. You walk in there and it's it's a different world than when they opened. You know, um, you know, Rheingeist is constantly just exploding all over the
2: place. And how big is too big? Uh, you know, so that, that's an interesting question and one that I I don't want to get big. And that's the uh, I I enjoy craft beer, and I think that you know we if we can work our costs all if we can work our costs and you know keep everything in track, um, we could probably do about you know five thousand barrels a year, um, and uh, pay a good salary and and be happy. Um, It it, you know I I know some people say that's a dream, and uh, it. but that's what we're gonna work on, you know. Maybe people always come up and say, oh, living the dream. I was, yeah, haven't had a day <laughs> Getting off. Getting like anyway. A year and a half. But yeah, <laughs> you know. The, the, yeah. So that, that's kind of the plan. I, I I don't really want to get big, you know. We, I I, you know, I started with a 15 barrel brew house, and some people, oh, you're gonna start, you know, shipping out all over the world. And it's like, well, no. I, you know, just trying to feed the, the area. You know, we're in in Kentucky, the entire state of right. Kentucky, stuff like that. So. You know and everything's going good you know the the, the tap room's doing good the distribution packaging you know. which yeah. is new yeah um. packaging that, that's a new one and and uh, for all your listeners you know machines will torture the shit out of you <laughs> <laughs> the machine yeah the first day um in packaging we want we wanted to do 155 uh, uh, cases of beer, and we did eight. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, yeah, gives you and, a goal uh, to keep striving for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that night, you know, start here, small. Yeah, here till like you know, 10 o'clock that night. Um, you know, fixed a whole bunch of problems. Oops. The next day, Living you know, the dream. We, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Next day, we got through it. Um, you know, finished the packaging, um, uh, transferred little more beer, Ooh. and next day after that, we you know, we bottled, and then this Sunday we did we did some more, uh, a quick you know 70. Two cases, over seventy-eight cases of beer, um, pretty damn quickly. So we got all little problems worked out, and and, uh, then we, you know, did a set of prayer to the Mahin gods, and we were (laughs) all worked out.
0: So you guys went with bottles instead of the ever more popular cans that just keep popping up all over the place. Um, Why?
2: Uh, You know, it goes back to the traditional, you know, styles of beer. uh, they're, They're in. You know, bottles—they've been in bottles forever, and yeah, and I—I like bottles. So, do what you love. So, right. I, I like bottles. Yeah, you know, the uh, the, the biggest um, difference between bottle and can really is sunlight, um, and you know, it. Most people who drink craft beer aren't idiots, and you know, don't let their six packs sit in the back seat of the car and get you know pounded by sunlight. And that's really the only advan- only advantage to cans is there's no you know. Uh, you can't get a skunk beer because it's you know hit by sunlight so the uh is it
0: a fear though with retailers starting to carry your products that you then have to trust them to take care of it too i mean it's it's one thing when you have a tap room and you're selling out of your tap room and that kind of thing and you have that control that uh,
2: you know that i think everybody has been um educated a little bit yeah so um it's a speedways you know we're not being paid by Speedway for this, but the, uh, you know, in the very beginning, they had their uh, craft beer. Um, I was
0: just in a Speedway the other day. Now this is, I don't know if you consider this craft, uh, but their Devil's Backbone display was just right in front of the door, right in front of the windows, big spread. And I looked uh, at it and uh, I said, I should tell... Ta- no, no, I'm not going to tell them about that. I'll uh, let that go.
2: <laughs> also, yeah, I, I haven't talked in a long time, but I, I did a... Um, a uh, this was in my so neck of the woods, though, too, so a whole different world. No, actually, there's one person... Um, at the Speedway headquarters, uh, that, uh, yeah, that, that kind of sets all this craft beer stuff up. And we had a meeting with them, and and we showed them, um, hey, here here is beer that's been sitting in the sunlight, you know, kind of like where your front displays are, and here is a beer that's been sitting in the cooler. And t- oh my God, and and they were, they were you know, talking about going to make a. A a change, and they—I haven't seen one, you know, the big display right on the front, you know, thing for a long time. That
0: was—I saw it just the other day. Just that, just the one, just the devil's Mm backbone. So maybe it was them just trying to get rid of some crappy AV (laughs) Um,
2: products.
0: Anybody who hasn't ever like really kind of played with that, too, just, just one day, just get two bottles of something and just leave one in your fridge. Take the other one, walk outside and just set it in the sun for 15 minutes. Then carry them both inside and crack them both open and pour them and. It, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing how fast a beer can can skunk sitting in the two side.
1: bottles of something that you don't love right. don't don't get something that right. you really really <laughs> care yeah, about yeah. Yeah, well, but, uh, so
2: and, and you can also do other accelerated degradation testing um, set it in an area you know behind your refrigerator or, or if something that gets right. heated you know have it have it that the uh, um, and could do some weird stuff you know take it um, put it in a like a freezing temperature and then bring it over to a warm temperature you know move it around get it and, uh, and yeah, accelerated degradation. We do a lot of that here as well. But the uh, before we we were doing a little bit of hand packaging and purging and stuff like that, just to make sure that the right. no, you know microbe testing and all that kind of stuff before we uh, put the packaging out. But yeah, yeah. People do ask that. You know, well, what's the difference between the craft beer or the the draft beer and you know the packaged beer? Why is it, draft beer always tastes better? And I always say, well, because it's temperature. You know, the draft beer is kept cold through its entire damn life. you know the whole you know we, we package it we keg it cold and goes into a uh, our cold room distributor puts in his cold room he sells it to someone he puts it in their cold room and they they you know pour your glass and it's cold the The packaging you know, goes from us to our distributor who who puts in his warehouse so at one temperature change and then it goes to speedway and they put it on the front shelf and it gets pounded by light or whatever right and it sits in speedway. a truck between for who knows yeah. how
1: long and yeah.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the, the, uh, that kind of stuff. You're yeah, we have to
1: think about that. But I right. think what we're saying here is don't buy warm beer. Is yeah. that, is oh, that yeah. the agreement? And
0: just, and just take care of your beer and, and make sure that whatever, wherever you are shopping, make sure you trust the way they carry their beer and, and, and know your distributors, I guess. I, I, that's probably a little bit geeky, but know the people that are, that are dropping beer off at that store. And if you see something done wrong, Tell somebody. Yeah. Just Shoot off an email and say, Hey, this is going on here. Do you guys know that this is how they're, you know, storing their beer?
1: And I think there are enough retailers now that carry a good selection of craft beer that if there is one like your unnamed gas station uh, that <laughs> doesn't handle it right, that puts it in front of the window, there's probably one right around the corner that does it right. Right. And and I mean, you can you can tell the proprietor of whatever gas station, Hey, just so you know, they may not actually do anything but someone's going to someone you know someone at a different gas station and the gas station half a mile from me that has 500 craft beers in stock at all times which I didn't believe until I went there and I walk in and sure enough but they people like that
2: know craft beer and they're going to treat it right right you know and that kind of touches on during the break we were talking about uh, education and uh, really we have to educate people at every level every step of the system for you know about craft beer because it you know it's not a you know the the, the macros who you know pasteurize and it doesn't uh, so you know you, you don't get a living product and
0: you know. uh, from from what i can tell the, the the macros don't really care what you drink or why you drink it they just care that you drink they it just as long as you're drinking something they'll sell you something and it's it's very different with craft breweries. If you open up a place that's putting on an English mild or something like that, you've got to tell people what that is, English or, bitter. Yeah, or the, be- huh, the bitter. bitter. I mean, you got to you got to explain to people what what they're drinking and why they're drinking and why you make it
2: and, and why they should be drinking it. Too. Uh, yeah, we, we talked about that a little bit too. Huh? The uh, the education of the people that come in, um, you know, for the different styles. They, you know, they're used to one light lager or you know just your know, basic pilsner. You know, we have you know, 11 different beer, beers on tap right now and everyone owns a different style so the, um, and a cider. Wooden gas cider <laughs> <laughs> so
0: we, before, before you got here we were kind of sitting around talking about cider a little bit because cider is this whole new world for me that I, I, I really I can't say that I've, I have found anything that I'm just absolutely in love with yet. It's always kind of too sweet and just, it, cider's a whole new world. so yeah. um, is it wrong? If I put ice in my cider, I've never gotten like a really honest answer from anybody about it and like a good... You
2: know, here's the weird thing. So beer and cider, it's just like food. Everybody has their own idea of what's good and what's bad. You know, I, I get a steak, there's no way I'm gonna put you know steak sauce on it. That'll ruin it. Some people love to, you know, drown it in steak sauce. So if you like putting ice in your cider, <laughs> go with it, that's your, you know. Maybe you're trying I to dilute I'll the take that as permission. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I
1: think you're gonna keep t- uh, keep asking people until you get a <laughs> yeah. definitive yeah. yes. You definitely should or Yes, or no. You definitely should not. I think that's gonna be a recurring question, at least on
0: this show. That yeah. until, like, we we, done we done just need to either. know. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, you know I I guess I would I would never tell somebody who wants to put ice in their beer that it's wrong. I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I would. Wow.
2: I've never seen anybody put ice in beer. Though. You oh, tell well, them that not. it's sure. wrong. You don't
1: tell them that they can't do it. That's a good point. <laughs> it's the same thing as steak sauce. It's not necessarily the best way to do it, but if you like steak sauce that much, go for it.
0: <laughs> but why, I guess you got to figure out why you're doing things like that. You know, if if you're putting the the steak sauce on, do you not like the the way your steak is cooked? Is it too dry? You know, right. And so maybe that's the same with cider. If I'm putting ice in it, maybe it's too sweet, maybe I want something not. I, I don't know. There's 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 probably a whole exploration there that I need to do and need to figure out, too. But,
2: um, so, did you try the cider?
0: I did not try the cider yet.
2: Oh, what the hell, man? Come on. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I will you won't need it I, will, I will try
0: the cider. Yeah. So, is it just a traditional, quote-unquote, straight-up cider? We think, you see all these dry-hopped ones and that kind yeah, of no, stuff? It, it is.
2: It, it's traditional, uh, straight-up cider. We they, uh, they use a, an English ale yeast, actually, but not telling you which one, but the the now I worked on that one for quite a while to get the the yeast and alcohol levels, but that worked out. So,
0: well, it's from from what I understand, it's a very different type of skill too than than brewing is. Different kind of flavors that you're playing with, and different different methods to get those flavors. And uh, there's there's a lot of ciders around town that are popping up, and I think a lot of people are just making them to make them, and I don't know that everybody really gets it yet. And, um. No, it's agree. interesting. Yeah. <laughs> you've got yeah,
1: you've got your people who make ciders because they know a guy who owns an orchard, and you have your people who make ciders because well, some people like ciders, right. so let's sell that. We should,
2: we should put one on. Yeah, um. man. So if we're on video here, you guys can notice. The, the differential in beer level here. What's going on here, guys? <laughs> well, Randy, I'm, I'm, I'm just assuming one. that you've Your had a much harder <laughs> day than we <laughs> have. <laughs> yeah, so. This
0: is my second beer for the day. Some of us also live way up in Butler County and have to go home at the end of the <laughs> I day. I think <laughs> you're a driver, so that's not a good excuse. No, she came down separate. She oh, man, you didn't sent me over all her the well, equipment. Huh? No, well, it's a long story. But
1: now, in, in Randy's defense, this is, what did you say, 4%? Yeah, 4%. <laughs> <So> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> there is that. I yeah. guess that
2: is true. Well, the first one he started with is basically 8%. Oh, so. okay.
0: So I don't think people can see it on the video. We could probably turn it, but there's also a lot of barrels along the wall.
2: Um, what's in the barrels? What's going to be in the barrels? Okay, so the um, the four on the bottom, the big punchins, the 500 liter ones, uh, the bottom, one, bottom four for cider, the upper uh, four actually four a barley wine to be brewed. Now they're filled with uh, um, acidified water right now. Keep them fresh. Keep them um, from drying out. Um, the bourbon barrels over there, actually the upper two um, on the your guys's left-hand side. Uh, we have Ruby, uh, in our uh, Irish red ale, aging in whiskey barrels. Fantastic. And then the uh, yeah. then there's eight. Of, uh, the Scottish stout aging in uh, Buffalo Trace bourbon barrels, and then uh, we have one Buffalo Trace uh, rye barrel uh, that's has uh, Scotsman. It's our yeah, Scottish, the Scotch ale aging in that one. So
0: I bet that'll be good with the rye. <laughs> yeah, that's the hope. <laughs> so um, the the sour side is that something
2: that you're going to explore here, or are you all soured out at this point? Uh, you know, so I I, I, I like a, a sour. I like a good sour. And again, a sour is a program. You, you don't dabble in sours. Right. And you know, it has to be separate. It, you know, everything has to be a, um, a, a, a program, right? I, I don't want to, you know, get into stuff kind of half-ass and, you know. The, right. Yeah. So, right now, no, it, it's not a plan. You know, we're you know, five months open, and you said that. Now and at the know, beginning, yeah, was, there's still uh, things we're, we're working on, and, and I don't want to, you know, methodically, you know, work things out. Uh, th- that's another program that uh, I don't have time to even think about.
0: Well, and, uh, and there are places around town that that is their thing, and uh, yeah, oh they, yeah,
2: 100 you know, percent. and in the year that um, it took me to find this building, um, I, I was driving all over northern Kentucky and even some uh, parts of the southern part of Ohio. We live in kentucky we you know quite further south of here so the uh i wanted to keep you know close by and during that time um i was drinking a lot of beer (laughs) sometimes maybe too much but the uh um and that's one thing i you know kind of noticed the the different styles and that the uh uh, there's one there's there's person doing this there's person this there's this and you know I'm, i'm kind of looking at that information and um it's kind of well, no, no one's really doing the styles of beer that I would really love to drink, so that's where my whole brew list came just, from. Just so, kind of know.
0: falls into place too, and I think oh, yeah. some of my favorite places are places like that where they, it, you, from if you just kind of glance at them and walk by, you you see this. I, I don't know. Some of them are, are trendy kind of things. Some of them are very. Direct. This is a a needed thing in Cincinnati. But it's very genuine the way it's done. It, it just kind of works out that way. You've got, you know, v- very different things like, you know, old firehouse out in Williamsburg where they fell into a firehouse and the, the theme just kind of fell into place and it became who they are. But it's very much them, you know, urban artifacts. They don't pretend that they're weird. Those are weird guys and they do weird things. <laughs> and they things. own it. They definitely <laughs> own it. And they they embrace that and roll with it. and. Uh, uh, So that that Pickle Goza is one of the coolest beers ever, because why not? (laughs) Because they're brave enough to try it. Right. (laughs) And And, uh, that is a big one. (laughs) Yeah, and
1: I I think it's not a bad idea to, I don't want to say play it safe, but do what you know and do what you like. Like you said, the beers that you have on tap are beers that you like, and if you aren't a fan of sours, then you might not be confident enough to say, this is a good sour, this is a bad sour, I don't want to put that on tap, and I think that's, that's a smart way to do it.
0: Well, and and I, you know, we, Dogberry is kind of a place that that, that we both um, spend oh, a lot of time. We've been there a time or two, <laughs> and or um, when when they when they opened up, it was you know that was uh, it still is their motto of you know we 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 make the beers that we want to drink and hopefully there's other people that want to drink them too. And it turns out, yeah, but but that, that that fear has to be a very real one though too when you're doing something like this or. You know, like Dogberry, where it's just it's it's there's a whole bunch of IPAs, but they're not the same IPAs other people are making. And is is that a concern when you are getting ready to open your doors with? I don't know how many did you open with? Like
2: ten taps, somewhere around there. Of well, we we had twelve taps, but when we opened, most of them were empty. (laughs) We had three beers when we first opened. Okay. So it you know the I wouldn't say fear. I don't know it, it's just concern, but you I, might I, I also be in a unique place in that you knew that
0: some of those styles were things that Cincinnati wanted because of your previous experience at Rivertown and and the the popularity of some of those styles there like it so so maybe it is a little different though too I don't know
1: and it may have been a little different when you did start up at Rivertown that that concern that I don't know do people want this
2: yeah so I don't know well Rivertown so we we uh uh, brew the beer if we liked, yes, but yeah, and and we started to you know kind of branch off and the uh, yeah um, I don't know how to, how to put that the uh,
1: I think it's a natural evolution. Yeah, you, you exactly. figure out what people ask for and what yeah. you want and what you like, and like you said, you had three beers on tap when you started, and you've probably brewed some new styles and some something a little bit different that you know, and it's not just anyone who comes in off the street that says ooh, I like this beer, but you notice a trend of people saying okay, so what's going on you know, nationwide or even just in this region Recently, New England IPAs have been a really big thing. If you don't like those, then you might not brew it. But are you
0: going to make a New England IPA? That's and put it the 16-ounce can. Yes,
1: that is <laughs> no. that is the question of the day. No, we're not. And, and that, you know, the,
2: and maybe it's a good style, but the yeah maybe. But like you said, if you don't like it, then you are inclined I mean, to brew it. It's not that I don't like it. I mean, the whole the hazy thing, right? The beer mm-hmm. doesn't have to be hazy to be good, right? You can right. you can brew a beer that tastes, you know. Pretty damn close to identical to that, mm-hmm. and, and not be hazy. And Which some of them have been. That's so. I, I I don't really like the taste of yeast. Okay, in in the beer, the the, the taste that the yeast develops for you. Yes, the taste of the actual yeast in the beer. I I don't like that, and it's something that I I've known, you know, as a home brewer for you know long periods of time that I, I do not like, um, you know, beer that has a lot of that that yeast and. Um, I've, I've eaten yeast, you know, the, the full, the clumps of yeast that come out. So, just to try to figure out, you know, what is the flavor that I don't like? And, and that, that was it. And the, uh, even, you know, some of the Hefeweizens that, the German styles, that, that uh, um, some of those, you know, there, there's just too much yeast in it. And, and I can taste it and I don't like it. So, um, for me, again, um, not a beer that I, you know, the, the yeast part, I just don't like the yeast. I, I like right. the. I like the flavor that they're going for. I just don't like the you know the, the yeast that's in there. So, so
1: you would be more inclined to brew a beer that's described as juicy than a <laughs> New England IPA, strictly. That is correct. <laughs> they don't have to be the same thing. They correct, can be wildly yeah. <laughs> different things.
2: Yeah, yeah. So you know, that, that's a, that's the plan. You yeah. should
0: you should brew a New English IPA and uh, yeah. put it <laughs> in a can. Yeah. A New English IPA. <laughs>
2: Well the weird thing, I wanted to call one you know old English, but damn that's already used. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Old English eight oh one. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there you go, yeah. Uh,
0: let's let's take another quick break. Um, we'll we'll come back and we'll talk about uh, beer, probably. Um, I assume something about beer or making beer. Good chance of that. <laughs> we'll be right back. Since he brewcast the voice of Craft. <laughs>
3: up Beer fear, <laughs> fear is
2: about having fun.
3: The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today, right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here, we're gonna, we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you
2: have more fun <laughs> with your clothes on? I don't think so.
1: we <laughs> are <laughs> listening to Cincy Brewcast
0: voice of craft. Hey everybody, we're brought to you by Brewer's Buddy, your best friend in brewing. Brewer's Buddy is the latest home brewing system on the market. It's a patent-pending, gravity-fed, beer home brewing platform made affordable for anyone who loves the craft of brewing beer. It's versatile, durable, affordable, and it's safe. You can follow them at BrewersBuddy on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can find out more about them at BrewersBuddy.com. Make sure you pre-order now at www.BrewersBuddy.com. Brewers Buddy, your best friend
2: in brewing.
3: This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey,
2: y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi,
1: this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Admissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In
0: Northside.
3: In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. tomorrow Ohio. You're listening to Sincy Brewcast. Scentsy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Scentsy Craft
0: <laughs> I'm the Gnarly Gnome. This is Scentsy Brewcast, and we're drinking cider now too. Um, Randy brought us a couple samples of the, what's the what's the name of the cider? Is it just yeah, wooden Cast cider? You uh, know, it's boring. Hey,
2: I, I say this all the time, man. The, 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 the brewing the world's best beer, right? You know, the hardest or actually the hardest part of that naming. it. There's a lot it, of it, places
0: it, it, that spend a lot of money trying to figure that out. Yeah,
2: because you 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 know have just killer beer, and name it. Turd, and no one's going to drink it. You know? I, I don't know. You have to be. Yeah, no. Anyone who names their beer Turd has to be very confident in that <laughs> yeah. beer. Or, you know, you could take a mediocre beer and call it the best
1: beer ever made. You no
2: know, arrogant bastard, and people will drink the shit out mm-hmm. of it. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> like hypothetically.
0: Mm. To, you know, not
1: hypothetically. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because, yeah, yeah. you know, they, they're such good dudes. So.
0: You know what? I like this. And I feel like He's I've talking s- about the cider. He I feel like I've cider. said that with the last couple of ciders that I've had, but. Maybe I am. I, I can't. No, I'm inclined to agree with you. Maybe I'm not, not a cider guy. Maybe I just don't like most of the cider that's out there. Does that make
1: sense? That makes sense. That might be the case. You might be developing into a cider guy. That's true. Maybe my I mean, you're, I I feel like you're definitely always going to be a beer guy, but you might also be a cider guy. I don't think they have to be mutually <laughs>
0: cidercast coming next year. Well, you know, if you walk into a, need... <laughs> into
2: a place and they have. Um, Anheuser-Busch products and you know, Miller Coors products and a cider. What are you going to drink?
0: Uh, the cider. <laughs> whiskey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> I don't, oh, yeah. I don't frequent those places.
2: <laughs> well, I was going to say, strip clubs don't carry that, do they?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I actually bet a few do. But <laughs> You know that there is this is completely off topic. There is a uh, brewery up in Dayton that um, is also oh, a strip club. I've
1: heard about that place. And you've heard about it. And I
0: I don't want to say I'm curious because oh, my
1: I'm wife curious. may my, one my day listen. My wife hear me say that I'm That's curious. That's true. Yeah, my wife won't listen, don't worry. Um, so I'm I'm why curious.
0: Listen. I don't know,
2: man. <laughs>
0: oh,
1: my wife's Why to. <laughs> she am I is things. Uh, <laughs> clubs <laughs> hey, we could change the subject. <laughs> but I'm 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 curious because I. A little bit want to know about the beer, the quality of the beer, I think is what I'm most curious about, because, I mean, you have a natural, obvious draw. I feel like maybe the clientele of that place, that that brewery slash gentleman's club may not be the clientele of your average brewery. I, I wonder how educated those people are on
0: beer. I feel like one side is going to slip. It's either yeah, going you can't to see
1: and, and so a bad seeing, brewery
0: or a bad strip club. <laughs> yes,
1: you see it so rare with beer and food, which goes so well hand-in-hand hand, that they do both so well. And we're very lucky in Cincinnati to have some breweries that do food really well and beer really well. But I feel like it's the same
0: concept. You're very quickly going to run into, one of those things is not going to be great. <laughs> I have this image in my head of... Like this crowd of beer nerds sitting around the bar, like hunched over on their phones checking things into Untapped, with this really angry stripper behind them, like. Yeah, yeah, get out, out of on. here! But can I have an IPA? <laughs> so I don't know how Backed that happened. IPA. Yeah. All right.
2: It was my fault. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> so ah. It's an interesting kind of place. I mean, everybody's got to have their gimmick, I guess. It has to be, yeah. So with the ciders, since that was somehow that's where we started. that.
2: <laughs> but, I brought uh, you a cider to try.
0: Um, is this something that you're going to explore more of? I mean, uh, you know you said we know you said that you had some barrels and um, but is are we going to see more and more taps? Like, are we going to see three taps of cider? No, the there'll be one beer, tap or? of
2: cider yeah, and then once the barrel age. So this is not barrel age and once the barrel age one comes out, we'll, we'll kind of keep that rotating and stay with that one. The uh um, it, it, the, the barrel really is more just a, for a malolactic rest, and the, uh, it, it's another yeah. kind of acid rest that they go through, and it, it keeps it from being so sweet. And, and that's probably a lot of things that you, in the, the uh, you're tasting right now in some of the breweries that they're they're treating it more like a beer, right? Um, you know, going through fermentation, and then probably filtering it and, and being done with it. But, the, uh, but cider really should go through that malolactic rest and uh, the malic acid. Has a little bit different flavor profile than, you know, the like phosphoric or lactic or anything like that. So it it changes it and it really keeps it, um, it it takes away just a little bit of sweetness at the end. Um, And I think
1: a lot of people who come into a brewery and order a cider are looking for something that's maybe not as sweet. And that might be what the gnome and I are. Really enjoying about this cider is that it's right. not as sweet because that's usually what pushes me away from a cider. Is I don't want to feel like I just ate an entire cake worth <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> right. That's not what I'm after. Well,
0: it's it's that fear of like that that next day that 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 all that sugar and the hangover and the stomach uh-huh. and all that
2: stuff. That's so very know, very little uh, residual sugar in this one, so no worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I trust you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> our our. Is there
0: any plan to put the cider in packaging, or well, there is?
2: Yeah, we, we, we kind of have to, and in the way we did our our uh, trademark for our name and things like that, we have to put the, the cider in packaging. So
0: that's interesting. Good news. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: Good news for all the cider lovers. That's there. right. <laughs> there are a slim few options in the city for for local ciders, and and depending on what you do and don't like in your ciders, you may not have all the best options. Right. <laughs> So I think this might be a godsend for a lot of people.
0: What what other kinds of things um, are on the horizon for Wooden Cask? Is it same idea and just keep pumping out more beer and making it more accessible to people? Or are there some big ideas? I mean, this is a, a good-sized building here. I think, you know, there's, there's a lot of stuff above us, and you've got, you know... What what is the grand, um, the grand idea one. behind
2: this? So, uh, you know, there's a, a barrel program over there that we're working on, and the uh, and we're going to start producing some um, barrel specific beers, um, and everything right now, uh, all the, all of the the beers are all my recipes, and and as we uh, as we go, um, we'll bring in. We have we have brewers. I have two brewers actually. The uh, um, I'll let them put together recipes and things like that, and uh, get their beers on tap. It'll probably be an IPA, but you know, <laughs> the uh, safe way to start. Yeah, exactly. The uh, so for right now we're still in startup mode. You know, the, we have a plan. Actually, my whole you know my, my year of a brew plan was kind of planned out before, and and uh, so we're, we're we're working on. Like I said, um, Getting all of our main lineup, uh, getting those beers exactly where we want it to, and you know the um, like like today, the uh, our, our brew day didn't go exactly where we wanted it to because I mean we know our, our grain mill uh, is having some issues. I've been working on it for quite a while now, and the. Um, probably the first thing that we upgrade get rid of that because <laughs> you know, yeah it, it, i've had it completely apart you know figured out some problems put it back right together and and it's working um but it, it changes its, its adjustment all the time and that's why we had to add um, more grain this is where the craft comes in right the craft brewery so we it's, it's making things work. You solve problems on the spot instead of yeah, exactly. them being so, figured yeah, out. You know, yeah. the, the, and that's—I that's, I say this all the time crap crapper is really, um, when you're, you're you're doing something and it, it's not exactly the way you want it. There's there's points where you can make changes. Um, that You can to get it to where you want it. And you know when you're you're brewing on a you know 120 barrel system, that's pretty damn hard to do. Right. So. Yeah, right. if
1: something goes wrong, you yeah. can make it right. A macro, right? well, if something goes wrong, then yeah. it's wrong.
2: Hey, we have new extra, extra, extra light.
1: <laughs> <You know? laughs> it's .02%. <laughs> yeah.
0: am, am I the only one? Well, I, I, It's very possible that you guys might have had it, but... That when Miller put out that, that Miller Clear back in like the '90s or whatever, like I look at that now and I'm just so curious. I was certainly oh, not yeah, of
1: oh. beer drinking age in well, the '90s, I, well, but yeah, wasn't either, but yeah, I, mean. I was, but yeah, I didn't have it. I don't <laughs> I just, know. So uh, curious. Uh, Crystal then. Pepsi, I think, came back, so maybe they can bring that one back. <laughs> <laughs> Miller, I know you're listening. I,
0: I think Miller is finally caught on that maybe that's not the way to go. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> don't make your beer look
1: like water if it already <laughs> tastes pretty similar.
2: But no, we we, we you know, that, that's the fun part of it all. Uh, we can make changes, we can work it out, and at the end of the day, we have a product that that is exactly the way we want, you know, and that's what we're trying to do. So for, we're working on little problems here and there, and, and we'll we will uh, problems issues, but we'll uh, we'll go from there. Uh, our year is pretty much planned out, um, and we're not trying to do any you know big you know, giant project other than like I said, a couple. And bear releases um, and uh, yeah, go from there yeah. so you say
1: your year is planned out how often do you wake up and just say I've got it I'm going to make this I'm going to do this day or not necessarily today but you know a month down the line when I get everything that I need because some brewers I know that they wake up and they say I'm going to do this or even on brew day they'll say let's give this a shot
2: Oh, see, I'm I'm not a let's give this a shot kind of guy. <laughs> so, so you know, my whole, you know, uh, no, I'm I process, process engineering. I I, I process, the uh, everything has a process, and you, you, you if there's problems, you can look at the process, and there's probably a problem in your process. So, the. Um, yeah, no. It's, no. It's, see, and like <laughs> you say,
1: everything turns out the way you want it to turn out. That's how you get it to turn out how you yeah. want it to turn out. Yeah. Saying, I'm going to do this today, or let's figure this out, that's how sometimes it goes right, and sometimes it goes wrong. <laughs> wrong. Yeah.
0: Well, it's And it's funny to see that there are very distinct types of personalities in brewing, and, and you see that there are those people like that that are very... Um, almost scientific in their approach of this is how I do it, and it's, it's, it needs to be planned out, and then you've got those people that just throw oh, things in yeah. there Let, and let's make Let's call magic. them free spirits. And then, <laughs> you know, you've got the tinkerers that are just in it to, to fix that grain mill, you know, and that's their thing. You know, like, it's, like it's it, they're very distinct people, and you can walk into any craft brewery and talk to somebody, and be are like, alright, you're that one. <laughs> you know, or there's, there's it, It's fun. It,
2: it is. Yeah, every every gauge, everything, every flow meter has been you know, calibrated, so you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not the tinkering or, or the the let's kind of work it thing, you know. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, no. uh, yeah. just
0: I think last week I sat down with Dave Dixon, who's one of the innovation brewers over there at, uh, at Braxton, and he, oh, was, yeah. he was talking about the first time that Richard came over and was watching him homebrew, and Rashard just couldn't understand why. The mark for what level he needed to hit in his mash tun was this dent in the side. He's like, well, how <laughs> do you know? How do you know how much you need to fill it? And he's like, well, just this dent here. And we're like, the dent? Yeah. <laughs> There's not <laughs> like a marker line <laughs> or uh, the other, nope, it's just that dent. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it's uh, the other side. <laughs> yeah,
2: or scratch on the inside of your kettle. Yeah, yeah, so that's homebrew. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, and I think there are a lot of brewers who have lucked into some very good things by saying. I don't know, let's figure this out. And then there are some very good brewers who have sat down and planned every step of the way and and mm-hmm. churn out great beer. And and I think it can be done either way. Some people have a lot less anxiety about certain directions.
0: <laughs> well, is it is it frustrating for somebody like you who I mean, you've definitely paid your dues into craft beer and you've spent a lot of time to create this? And then there is some... Yahoo! That gets a boatload of money from somebody and says, Hey, make me a brewery, and then they go and they do it. And you know, for all intents and purposes, it's an easier path.
2: Uh, you know, so here's the I don't know if frustration so, is the right um, word, but well, sometimes because we, we uh, um, in the construction of this, so we, we work with the, a general contractor, and that general contractor actually has worked with a lot of different breweries. And um, they they bring people in all the time. They're, they're kind of projects that they're working on, and and we uh, you know we, we we talk with them, and you know kind of here, here is this you know, here's what we're doing here, and and sometimes when they ask you know this question, uh, you should know the answer. You know, who you're building a thirty barrel system and. You plan to do this, 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 and this, and you don't know that question. why in the hell are you getting into this you know right and because there probably was a a you know, person with a ton of money and said, "Hey, you know, crap brewery, we're just you know growing you know a hundred percent every year or whatever, and it's like twenty percent now, but they, uh, and you know so there, there are some people that get into it for the wrong mm-hmm. reason does it,
0: does it make you nervous for what's coming in Cincinnati or do you think we are
2: still for me no <laughs> for some I'll, I'll, I'll step into the microphone for me no <laughs> for Cincinnati um, for Cincinnati uh, the, no there's enough there's enough people in enough good breweries in Cincinnati there's no yeah so here's one of the things so on on Saturday mornings um, this is part of my relaxation so I do take uh, a few hours every Saturday morning, and go to other breweries, and That's just just how I relax, beers. too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. And you know the uh, um, the breweries in Cincinnati are pretty doing pretty damn good. You know the, the uh, there are some beers that you know that aren't you know to my kind of my liking, but they're not bad beers, right? So they're not, not infected beers, anything like that. It's just, it just wasn't brewed to my, you know, because I'm kind of a little bit of a style Nazi in that, you know, I, I you know, I, I like a beer that's you know, kind of traditionally brewed, or traditional style. The, the, uh, and, you know, some people who you know, say, so, oh, you know, well, let's try this today, and yeah. you know, and then they brew, you know, um, um, you know.
1: But there's still a difference yeah. between a yeah. bad beer and a beer you just don't like.
2: Exactly right. Yeah, a, you know, a, a bad beer is you know infected or you know oxidized. You know, some there are bad you know, issues that happen in brewing. <laughs> right. So the uh, the uh, and and in Cincinnati, we we're doing pretty damn good. You know, for the the, the new breweries that are starting up and, and, and so we haven't had a beer that would you know what the hell is this you know um, yeah, it, in from an old job did a lot of traveling there are some breweries producing some crap you know? so I think we're pretty lucky here um, and we're lucky in that we think like, all the crap breweries work together and and for myself I will answer any question that you know to the best of my ability and and the same thing. I, I, you know, I, still ask questions of other people. So, the, uh, we'll share, bit we'll of share knowledge, and you know, we're, Well,
0: it benefits we're, everybody. Yeah. You know, if if there is bad beer that starts getting made in Cincinnati, it doesn't help the city's reputation as it, it, a yeah, beer
2: city. Yeah, an now, image anyway. of the city, exactly. We're, yeah,
1: we're we're lucky to live somewhere where all the brewers want. All the brewers to succeed it's not an us versus them it's well the them in this case i guess would be macro, or, macro you know yeah. anyone it's, else yeah. who's who's trying to capture the market it's you know it, it's a cincinnati brewers versus the world right. it's you know we're all trying to help each other succeed and i think we're really lucky that we all get to partake in that in that kind of collaboration
0: so you know Kind of going to the opposite side of beer that would be bad. What have you had lately that is something that gets you excited that, man, I I, I wish I'd thought of that, or that's fantastic, that's something I want to incorporate, or just, man, that's really good that you've encountered in your relaxation sessions?
1: (laughs) I love that that term, (laughs) by the way. (laughs) I'm not going to the brewery, I'm going to relax. It's relaxation (laughs) sessions. You do yoga, I drink
2: beer. (laughs) Text me already. <laughs> what? You, you can do both at the same time. Yeah. That's it for the record. The, uh, so here's the weird thing. So people ask all the time, what's your favorite beer? And it depends on the, the day, you know, the, the temperature, what's happening in my life. The, you know, today was a shitty day, so went straight for Reformation. You know, the, <laughs> the, the, uh, so in, in the area, so the, the beer that... Uh, uh, you know, I have to think about this for a little bit. So we'll, we will we will talk and I'll think because like, uh, we usually visit two or three breweries in a day. And well, and it's funny because like
0: as soon as when people ask me that and I'll start talking and kind of start talking, well, I had this and I had this and that was really good. And then as you start going, you're like oh my god, but this and then this and you start it ends up this big avalanche of like oh this was good. This okay, was good. so oh what beers? God, what, what have you not had? That- <laughs> there's there's so much fun stuff. That's coming out around town right now. I, you know, Braxton's got 1957, which is uh, one of my probably my favorite thing that they've made lately, or ever probably actually. <laughs> I, I love that beer. I um, I think it's it's a perfect kind of baseball beer that isn't a baseball beer in the way everybody used to make them. Which um, I'll go ahead and call out Ryan right now for changing hustle on me. <laughs> breaks breaks my heart, but at the same time, I liked it before. I like it now, <laughs> but I want both. But that's and I think that's what I'm struggling with is that I like the new hustle so much that it makes me mad at the new hustle because I liked the old hustle. And <laughs> I
2: I don't know. It's, it's a weird thing yeah. to me. But uh-huh. you, you know, as I'm <clears throat> you guys are talking, I'm yeah. thinking about the the weird part. The, the it's just the, the bad beer. <laughs> there, there was a, a brewery that I won't say, but there was it was some bad beer. The uh, that I, I, I can't unblock my mind from that one little visit we had. But the uh, maybe that that's and maybe that's some of the the, uh, the part that craft beer has to to educate people about because the uh, you know not every every craft brewery does the same thing, and some people don't understand that you know. The Recipes are different. The people, you know, all the the things are different. So, the uh, it's a weird. Yeah, I don't. know why. And I think I'm, I'm there's well, there's
0: there's also a, like like you said there's a lot of good beer being made in Cincinnati right now. So it's yeah. like it's it's either the really fantastic stuff that's going to stand out, yeah. or the not so great stuff. Even if it's not bad, if it's just mediocre, it's going to stand out with all this other stuff that's coming out there. So it becomes this. And yeah, and it's it's great
1: that it took you so long to think of a bad beer or even a bad brewery experience. <laughs> no, no. Like even if the no, beer no, was fine no, and you no. didn't enjoy the experience, like it took you a while to think of that, and that's I think that's a good sign. Well, it, it, yeah, because well, there's no once standout. Once you start,
2: you know, you, you, you drink, you know, eight or nine different beers, and, and well, I mean, how many? So here's a weird experience. The uh, um, a week after we're open, um, we're sitting here, and uh, a friend of mine. He's looking at his untapped, and you know, he's like, oh, i like, like 900 beers, whatever. And the, the <laughs> lady um, next to him 900 beers. Says, oh, I'm at 2,500. <laughs> and her su- "Her husband said, What? No way. Said, I'm at like 38. How in the hell are you at that so low? And the guy said, Oh, <clears throat> like 10,000. What? No way. And the, the, um, Ratebeer.com guy, I'm like, oh shit, dude, we've only been open for like a week. Come on, don't, don't <laughs> torture us. But yeah, he said, oh no, beers are all great. You're good, man. No, no problem. And the uh, the whole people are now drinking so many different beers, and and the uh, the whole idea of what's your favorite beer, it's kind of going away. You know, oh, the, yeah. the the yeah. you know the, the the what's your refrigerator beer? You know, what do you have in your refrigerator? And usually. It's eight or nine different beers, you know, you're having that, that one Yeah, beer. and they yeah. may not even be it's one style. Oh, yeah, Yeah, eight or nine, might, oh, yeah. Who exactly. yeah, no. has yeah. 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 <laughs> more than that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but, it, yeah, you're right. It might not be one style. It might not even be one, you know, spectrum of beer. It might be a sour and an IPA and a porter and a, a bitter and, you know, i can have so many different favorite beers and and there have been beers that i've had where i thought they were my favorite until the next day when i had a different beer and all of a sudden that one was my favorite not just because it was in my hand but because i found something new and it was it was so different and exciting and and there have been beers that i hadn't had for six years that all of a sudden i have it again and i rediscover something that i had Always loved. I just didn't always know about it.
0: Well, it, that whole idea of your go-to beer is just completely just exploded and gone. And
1: yeah, uh,
2: yeah. yeah th- that, I think that kind of came from the, the day when, you know, there there'd be you know, Anheuser Busch bars. It had you know, their products on, and stuff like that. So now that, that's kind of gone away. You know, the the whole. Yeah, one one beer, you know, or one beer style like that. But does
0: yeah. does that affect how you control your taps? I mean, does that is there some kind of desire to just kind of roll through stuff and not keep a core style or a core beer on tap or something like that? Uh,
2: no, for me, I'm, I'm, we're gonna do core. You know, I I, I like the core styles. I you know, this style, the, the, the lineup that we have right now, that's kind of our core. And yeah, there's be some beers, you know, like our, our Scotsman. That's gonna roll out, you know, that, that and because that's a seasonal style of beer. <laughs> kinda, you know, the, Unless you really like that, then yeah, yeah, exactly. it's an yeah. all the time. Yeah, so, you know, that that'll kind of roll out, and the uh, that Kentucky Farmhand, you know. Kentucky Farm Man this is an American weed style <laughs> beer, about five percent alcohol, very easy drinking beer. <laughs> you know? I, yeah, I can confirm that. <laughs> that is very <laughs> easy drinking. So it's a good summertime beer, you know. The, so that one's coming in, in the, uh, and the uh, and will we see that one in packaging? You'll see it packaging here. Okay, um, so so yeah, but
0: in bottles available in the tap room. Uh, in the tap room. Yeah. Okay. The, um, and you know, so
2: even and that's another thing that we're you know trying to work with distribution. Uh, it, it's going good. Uh, we have no problems with that. We're trying to to kind of release out uh, you know, beers. I don't want to just, you know pound out shit and throw it and see what you know, sticks on the wall. You know. Yeah. You don't want to and, flood the market
1: with right, even with yeah. your own product. Yeah. You want to so figure be, out what does best. And, yeah.
2: yeah. We're, we're working that part out and trying to work with we uh, Heidelberg in uh, the Kentucky area and. Uh, well, no one in Ohio yet. We're going to, we're going to work with Ohio Valley, but the, uh, I think that's in June, beginning of June, because we are a, uh, a host brewery for um, Cincinnati Beer Week. And uh, I can't tell you Which what beer details we're have
0: not slipped out yet about that. <laughs> so. No, we can't.
2: You know, we're we're, we're held to secrecy
1: on that one. <laughs> but. but I can I can tell you without a doubt that Gnome and I are both very excited <laughs> for you to be able to distribute <laughs> in Ohio. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Just make yeah. sure it gets up to Jungle Gems in Fairfield please. That'd be <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, the uh, the other advantage I guess, you know, kind of going back just a little bit with um the Taproom stuff, you know, the Taproom only releases, you know, to to be bottling versus canning where you're calling in, you know, X amount of cans to put one thing out there. It's kind of that other advantage. I mean, yeah. You have to get labels for it and everything like that, but it's a whole different world than, than, than cans to, to be able to just kind of put out some smaller runs of stuff. And um, it, the advantage that I think a lot of people don't think about.
2: That's a huge advantage. And well, cans, I guess you can buy, it. cans are about storage space. So right. everybody wants, um, the, the people who sell cans want to sell Store space you. space and money. Yeah, money. So, no, actually, the, the Cans, the, the cans themselves. So, I'll give you some details here. The Cans themselves are about eleven cents per can. The the bottles are about sixteen cents per can. Uh, depending on the, so a full truckload. Boy, this is going to get boring here. The, the full truckload. <laughs> really into logistics. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The you know, full full truckload of, of bottles. You know, the, the standard long neck. You know, about fourteen cents per bottle. Um, but the you, know, you, you put a label on the bottle, so you have you know, um, you know, eighty-seven thousand some bottles, and you can you know put a label on it and you get anything you want. Cans, they want you to buy um, pretty close to a half truckload of cans that are labeled, um, to get that eleven-cent price. So that's another consideration. So you know the. the it's so like when uh, uh, Scott from uh, Blank Slate, when he started canning, you know,
0: <laughs> that, yeah. that he posted a video I think yeah. out of the day Caned of his first everywhere. delivery. Yeah. Like yeah. it's these little it. pathways that lead yeah. through the actual brewery, like yeah,
2: like, uh. yeah I, I it was there when he was bringing them in, and yeah, it was just crazy. And that you know, actually, so um, I'm talking about favorite beers. You know, Scott, is kind of a little bit of opposite me. with them, I, I like traditional style. I, I like brew to a style. Scott likes to brew way off the style kind of stuff, you know, and. His beers are great. I love his <laughs> beers. Probably one of my, <laughs> my other, other than my own, his probably that's one of my favorites. Scott uh, over there. Though. What's
0: what's funny with Scott is that he could brew like very well to style, and he does. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, he just takes a complete left turn somewhere and goes in this other direction with everything. Like there's nothing <laughs> that just. Keeps going on that straight yeah. path. He'll just go, slam on the brakes, and just go to the opposite you're, If you're reading
1: the description of the beer, it's like two thirds, three quarters, like traditional style, traditional style. Oh no, what happened? <laughs> and it always turns out so
0: well. For him. Yeah. I mean, he mm-hmm. he does do a great job, but it's very. Um, oh, that's a surprise! It's exciting to see him in packaging now too. With uh, yeah, and yeah. rising up, getting ready to come out in bottles. And I know Shroominus is coming up after that. Which, uh, from what I hear, if you take Shroominus and you Stash it in your cellar for a little while; it becomes an amazing thing. And he's never had that opportunity to, to show people that, and he can now. So, yeah. that's of fun yeah. stuff.
2: Oh yes, yeah. so that, and that's the fun part of the, the 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 brewing business, you know. And and it is a business. I, I'm, I'm in it for the love of craft beer, but you know, it's also the way I, I feed my two children. I feed my two children, so. You,
0: know, yeah. you feed them with beer. <laughs> <laughs> well, not yet. They're eleven and five. So no. <laughs> so, um, but that's got to be like a, a, a weird balance, though, too, of something that you do love so much, and then, at the end of the day, like this is still, this is the the business. This is the job. This is like it, that. Craft beer, I think, for a lot of us, like we forget that this is people, you know, like you said, feeding their families. We we just this is our, our relaxation method. I mean, this is right. you know, maybe you forget
2: that it's how people feed their families, but Randy and I are well aware. <laughs> yeah. I forget yeah. constantly. Yeah. yeah, and that's kind of why I, I want to stay. You know, I, you know, so my ultimate goal, like five thousand barrels, and that's not really, really small, right? There there are a lot of breweries that are their ultimate goal is you know like a thousand barrels a year, that that's it. And, you know, that's pretty difficult to, to actually, you know, make a living off that. Right. You know, them, so, yeah. uh, and that's kind of the, the whole love the craft beer, love mm-hmm. the craft beer business, the people that are in it, and the, uh, you know, in that, you know, 5,000 barrel range, uh, as long as you don't you know, try to keep getting, you know, larger and larger, or, or try to adding more and more people, and that's a mm-hmm. thing where, where it gets difficult in the, uh, in the the number of jobs that has to be done, mm-hmm. um, so 5,000 barrels, correct number of people, live happy, pay good salaries, and, you know, the it, it, it'll it work out as long as I can keep all the other Cost in line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's a delicate balance. I, yeah, exactly. That's I the, think as long as.
0: <laughs> as as long as these beers keep coming out the way they are right now.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, I think uh, you're and, good. And that's a, the key. The the good, you know, full-flavored beers. Um, you know, I don't. You, you were talking about uh, if you feel confident enough to 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 put out sours and stuff like that. It's like really, you know, I know I can do a good sour. It's just it's not, a, uh, it's not something that I want to do, so it's not that, and the, uh, the, the people in this area, the people that are they're drinking the beer, mm-hmm. I don't think they're confident enough to really. To they, they, they step up to a bar. I run into and, a lot of
1: people who are yeah, not confident enough yeah, to they, try they, a sour. They, they
2: won't even try it, and that's kind of a, you know, I, I, I tell people, it, even, there are we've had some, some nice conversions on dark beer. Right, that, that, that people come up and say, oh, you know, I, I don't want a dark beer because it, it's, it's so, you know, thick and, you know... I hate to well, say it, but I'm one
1: of them. Not uh-huh. recently, but, you know, in the past <laughs> few
2: years, I'm, I'm definitely one yeah. of them. Yeah, so, it, so you know, a, a case come to mind, Saturday, a female um, converted it to, to Reformation. And do you like, you know, chocolate? Um, do you like coffee? And, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So let me give you a little sample of this one. She Love the beer. It's like, wow, man, I don't really like beer, but I don't like that one. Right. That's beer. So you love beer. You know, <laughs> a little did you know. <laughs> exactly. So it kind of gives just learning something Education. about yourself. Yeah, we're, we're always educating people, and the uh, on every sense of it, you know, that I'm trying to keep from um, you know people thinking I don't like beer. You just never had a beer that you liked. Right. Or And the big one is trying to explain to people or trying to help people figure out what they don't like. You know, the, yeah. you can start with a, um, um, I don't know, I get sued by Graf you know, or uh, yeah, Miller Coors, but those beers are... are
0: if they sued you because of listening to this show, I'm pretty sure it would like it would be good things for me. We'd right. probably like quadruple
1: <laughs> our viewership. That would be great exposure. Be for you. Awesome. <laughs> not not yeah. great for you. <laughs> the, those beers yeah. aren't you know that, 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 yeah.
2: that's kind of the lowest common denominator, right? They're, yeah, they're not they're not very good beers. They they uh, quality wise, those guys are are perfectionists. That that beer, the, the beers that they do are are perfect. They taste the same around the world. But isn't that because of computers and machines at this point? Quick, possibly, but you know, but the size of the 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 Belgians learned a long time ago. The uh, the larger the batch, the easier it is to brew the same beer. So. Uh, Than the same you know, flavor. The, Doesn't uh,
0: it say on the Budweiser bottles? We know of no other lager that costs more to produce, or something like that. And the joke <laughs> is because they make so much of it that that's a very true statement. You're making an eight
2: thousand barrel <laughs> batch, so. That. <laughs> yeah, so so that, that's the thing that we have to, to work with. You know, we we we, uh, we can talk to people, get them um, you know, slowly. You know, one person at a time. Yeah, we can bring them in um, and. People, you know, oh, crap, are we saturated? No, we're not saturated. You know, Anheuser-Busch still sells, you know, a quarter of the world's beer, you know, and, and the, the light beer, the lager beer, all kind of stuff. So we have a lot of room to, for craft beer, guys, to educate the people that are drinking beer um, and you know, just bring them in and, and let them know that beer should have good taste, I mean, right, for one. And...
0: I can't imagine that the average Bud Miller Coors drinker, if you brought them into this tap room as a perfect example with kind of light, sat them down and just said, "Here, here's your beer. Drink this," that they wouldn't be happy. I
1: honestly, I think that's one of my favorite parts of bartending at a brewery is is people coming in and saying, "Okay, I like craft beer, but but my friend here." is a Bud Light (laughs) drinker or my girlfriend is you know a cider drinker and I say hang on let me let me get you this and I'll hand them a bitter or I'll hand them a citra pale ale or you know anything that that normally if they saw it on the menu they'd be like no way and they taste it and I see that look in their eyes that just says yeah I want a lot of that
2: Uh, it's it's my
1: favorite thing about it
2: that that's right there that that's the reason for spending money that's the reason for opening a brewery the the when you're sitting across the bar and you give something you see that look you see that holy you know it it, i can't i don't know if i'm on video the the, holy (laughs) wow yeah yeah, exactly that's the that's the it's very those days that you know you're you're frustrated (laughs) it's the most satisfying thing in the world (laughs) it is And, and that yeah it's a You know, a lot of jobs don't have that. A lot of jobs don't have that. The most. I hope my boss isn't listening. (laughs) (laughs) Most likely not. (laughs) So what
0: do you, kind of to put a bow on this whole thing and, and make it all pretty for everybody, what do you want people
2: to know about wooden
0: casks that they do not know already?
2: That weird. Six twenty nine York Street, Newport, <laughs> Kentucky. <It's laughs> Cross New the bridge come here. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Really easy to get to. It's one of those streets where you can just turn on it and it takes you right up here and or right down here, I guess, and um, and, and, and right to a very big parking lot yeah. with outdoor seating, with a huge tap room, just a massive yeah. space, so um, bring all your friends and family. There are no baby changing stations, but that's okay. We forgive them. Um, I, there is a high chair. I heard there's a high chair, right? There is a high chair. There's a high chair, somewhere. Half credits. Yeah, that
2: um, was a, 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 a Facebook thing my wife got. Oh, we're going to bring our, our, our baby in. Do you have a high chair? And so she bought a damn high chair. <laughs> we <know>? could, <laughs> yeah. No. So um, yeah, Wooden Cast Brewery Company. We're, we're we're all about you know good quality beer. You know the good good flavorful beer, just and uh, very uh, different uh, beers than a lot of places are making, and and you know, traditional to a style. And that's uh, there's a lot of people. Um, craft beer has you know gone. Um, now we're you know we're all about the. The tangerine this, or the you know, <laughs> orange this, or the lemon this, or whatever. And, you know, the, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know, there are some of those beers that are, the, uh, that are pretty damn awesome, but I love to drink them. But it's not something that I want to spend time brewing and, you know, trying to put some, here. So.
0: Sometimes the more of those that are being brewed, the more things like this become important to... Yeah. This other thing, this this growing and this this introduction to craft beer, even to it, like just this in respect to, to where craft beer came
1: from. Most and, people and are not going to drink a triple IPA as their first craft beer experience. <laughs> you know, and, and
2: people ask, but well, "What do you think you won't do?" And I said, "Well, you know, here's the weird thing. So I probably will never do like a, a Belgian quad aged in a, a French Pinot Noir barrel on." You know, South African juju fruit or some you know, shit. <laughs> that, that, that kind of stuff. When, when oh there's no, I'd probably try it. 100%. <laughs> I would try it. <laughs> but try. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but when, when a descriptor, you know, when, when your your beer gets, you know, uh, takes up like a page for your description, I, I think that's too much. And yeah, I, I, I just like you know, good, you know, good flavored beer. Uh, you know, a traditional style. And I don't want to say flavor. You know, the. Um, the, the grain has some flavor. The hops I, have some flavor. It's, it's, it's all there. A you know? Traditional
0: the, flavor, even like yeah. I mean, <laughs> that, to me, that makes sense. That, that well,
1: I think I think so many people are trying to go so wild with, and this isn't necessarily a Cincinnati thing, but a kind of a nationwide or worldwide thing. They're trying so hard to differentiate themselves that they just go too wild and it it's yeah. like do you know what beer is anymore do you is this technically a beer and and I think that's something that you're never going to come to wooden cask and, and say well this is weird
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: this yeah. is uh, yeah. this is good is yeah. what they're going to say they're they're yeah. going to say this is a well crafted beer and I think that's it sounds like that's the message you're trying to send,
2: and that's the plan. That's the message, you know, well crafted and um, full flavored without the, I don't, without the pretentiousness. I think the, you know, the, yeah. If you know, if you know the
1: style, you know what you're getting into. Yeah.
0: Without the, without the bells and whistles, is that you know, kind of without the. the the flashy juju fruit or whatever it is. You know, it's, this is, <laughs> that's, this that's is, it, yeah. this is beer from when beer was beer. Who and, even uh, knows what juju
3: fruit tastes like? I don't know, like, but it sounds good. I, cool. I, I don't know. <laughs> know
0: those, the, isn't that like a little candy or something? Juju fruit? Juju beans. <laughs> <yeah>, <laughs> <laughs>
3: Okay, now I'm curious if there's a beer brewed with
1: juju bees. You know there is. I'm sure there is.
0: <laughs> It'll yeah. be on tap down here wooden cast next week. Yeah. Okay. Next beer, guys. Next beer. <laughs> um, absolutely. We'll. Uh, I, I need more of this uh, Yorkshire. It was fantastic. Um, Thanks, man. Thank you very much for sitting down with us. I know on a yep. day like today, it's uh, you just want to sit down and relax. So thank you. <laughs> no, this is
2: pretty relaxing. You know, I, I enjoy talking about beer. So.
0: Oh, well, thank you very much. We we enjoy talking about your with sound. Absolutely. Um, we'll see you guys next week since you broadcast the
2: voice of Cincycraft. Peace out.